Zippity Zap Dudai, everybody. Hello yet again to another boring episode of Set Stories Podcast with your most boringest person, Mr. Set Stories, a.k.a. Uh, Bob Dillinger. And with me, we have our other guests, uh, Miss Hootie. Mrs. Boring. No, Miss Boring. I don't <laughs> know. Boring. Am I boring? I don't know. I hope not. Jeez. No, you're, you're the most interesting. Um, <laughs> so are today, you. Oh, my goodness gracious. I know, right? Um, today, I'm sorry, I want to get into it because we have a very, very special guest with us today. It's and we it's a first for for many things for one um that we have she's a performer um she does live performances um in, in certain theme parks and she also works with imax um with uh <laughs> those big movies uh those big format um movies that we see and it's also uh her birthday today so she graced us with her presence, Miss Hannah Bradford. Thank yeah, you very thank much for you. coming on. Thank you, Hannah. <laughs> no problem. Thank you for having me on here. It's awesome. I of course. Talk forever with film. So I'm excited. Nice. Well, we're glad to have you on. Like for real, it's uh, it, you know, we've been you know going back and forth, but uh, I'm like, we got to get this person on, like performer. Um, and let alone on your birthday, you know, happy birthday. Just put that thank in the universe. You. So yeah. Um, but yeah, tell us about yourself. Tell us what you do. How is life? How is uh, performing and working with IMAX going? Yeah, it's been going really good. Um, with IMAX, we've been super busy. We just had Black Panther out. We're working on Avatar 2, um, as well as Violet Night and a few other films. So super busy on that end of the round. Um, then with, uh, I was a performer at Not Scary Farm as a monster. So I'm finally fully recovered. Um, <laughs> it, it just took you two months. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It took a lot of time because it's just so demanding. And the last two weeks was five days in a row. Oh so my God. Like, yeah. And people don't realize how much it takes on your body, let alone your sleep schedule and everything else. Um, so I've taken me a few weeks to kind of get back into a regular swing of things but it's kind of how everything's been settling right now uh again it's literally just been avatar 2 uh black panther ended like last week and then it's all avatar it's all we're doing so hmm those movies i've never heard of them i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i don't know what these are that's awesome Gee, that that is really cool that's really like cool. on the real you know you yeah. work with big motion pictures that we're soon and can see today but soon we're going to be seeing especially with mr james cameron yeah i can only yeah. imagine <laughs> so how did you get into all this how did you get into performing um you know acting uh you know you do quite a bit of stuff tell us yeah. a little bit about your history in that so um at least for i'll start with performance first and then i'll go to the money maker imax section <laughs> working <laughs> artist different. Um, so with Haunt, it was, um, I'm actually originally from Florida hmm. and, um, all we, we have haunts and Halloween theme parks, like Halloween Hornets, things like that. Never really got into them. Um, I think the first year they did Walking Dead was the first time I really got into it because I loved the first season of Walking Dead. And I went in and just didn't get scared. I was more impressed by the production <laughs> and, and wow. characters would come at me. And I'm like, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> it is the total opposite of me. I'm like cowering in the corner. <laughs> yeah. 
And um, I came out here for um, film school. I went to Chapman University. Hey! Yeah. Counted people from Chapman on the real. Yeah, I got my uh, master's there for documentary filmmaking. So Nice. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, I love Chapman. Um, uh-huh. That yeah, that's a great school. Mm-hmm. I love the opportunities I have are through the roof. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe after that, we can talk about Chapman. Oh, yeah. Good. I would love to talk about Chapman. Yeah. I didn't know what not scary or not scary farm was or not scary farm. I didn't know anything about knots. And um, 2015 is when I start came out to California. 2016, I went to Not Scary Farm as a guest because my friends were monsters. And I remember sitting in the hollows area, just in awe, just watching the monsters work together. It's so creative because it's different every single time you go. Nothing scripted. I mean, you, you might have some performance that, performances that people do regularly, but it's all different every night. Mm-hmm. And so then 2017 is I was like, that was cool. Let me try that out. And so 2017 is when I started and I took a break in 2019 because I just got a new job, my overnight job at IMAX. Oh. Yeah. So I took a year off then of course, 2020 and mm. the past few years I've been doing it again and I love it. It's so much fun. Um, cause kind of how I got into it, never had any acting performances before besides stagecraft things like that so I was really intimidated they pretty much said I was in a maze for the first two years and the first year yeah I was in tooth fairy and they just they're like this is your room whatever you want (laughs) oh wow really yeah and I was so intimidated because I've never acted before I didn't know what to do I was playing a little sister and who gets like pretty much kidnapped by the fairy and then there's a whole backstory wow yeah so so intricate the mazes are yeah and it it, this coming up year is going to be the 50th anniversary and you'll start seeing mazes and street zones kind of intertwine um like bloodline this year there's a bar which sells blood which is what poisons the boring 20s which is why we are dead but we don't know we're dead. So it's like really cool and intricate. Wow. Yeah, there's like a whole backstory. It's And people go so into the lore at Not Scary Mm Home. You guys are Um, celebrities. I see the Instagram and the, what's YouTube? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. uh, My girlfriend. It's uh, funny. It's they they have these, um, the newspaper stand that they have. Yeah, uh, we had people reading the newspapers, trying to read into the lore of our That's street film. Crazy! Talk about yeah. detail, man. Detail. And as a performer, we take those and kind of uh, go with it and perform using that those details. Um, we have, I mean, I was in the Goring twenties, so a lot of nineteen twenties slang. Uh, my lead, um, I know Ika might have mentioned it before, where um, he really brings out, like, you have a password every night for the speakeasy, mm-hmm. and the password is always, like, a phrase or a person that influenced the 1920s, so it was really cool to go in, and it was, like, a little history lesson for the day, and then we would use those terms throughout the night as a performer, 
So it's really cool what we've done uh, with the Goring 20s, uh, you know, street zone. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's dope. That's awesome. Yeah. We went there. Uh, my girlfriend, Ike, like you, you mentioned, that's how I know, know, uh, know Hannah. She works there with you as well. And uh, she shared with me so much of what goes on around there. You know, it's, it's fucking nuts. You guys like so much improv and you guys use so much body language. You know what I mean? Like that's performing. It's like, and you know, you have to do it to like people you don't even know. But yeah. the way they put the makeup on, you guys get in the character. It's like, bro, like these are like actors dreams. How was yeah. uh how was the audition portion of it? Like I would they make you, you have guys to, like do? scream in a room? <laughs> <laughs> um no, I mean kind of it was a little different than previous years. Uh different in a sense, it was a different location. We had a little bit more people because it was a whole it was a dance studio, so we had a huge room. Um they pretty much uh say act like they'll give you four different characters or creatures or whatever you want um and out of those four perform them um then they'll say it again but choose another character within those four or five um and then they had us one by one by one uh pick a different it could be a, I, I chose clown um and say welcome to not scary farm in like a clown body language and voice you know mm -hmm. um and then the last thing they did was they had so a, kind of across a dance studio, they had two people diagonally of each other and we had to go up uh, to both of them uh, and try to scare them. <laughs> so using our language, <laughs> a walk, and they just like stand there, like they know it's coming. So it's a little awkward. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was like, you guys make people feel so awkward. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, everybody is very awkward and weird. So because everybody's awkward and weird, it makes it kind of normal. So mm, yeah. it's people, that's one advice that everybody says is just don't feel like you're like awkward and goofy. Everybody is at that point because you don't have costumes, you don't have makeup. Mm, so mm -hmm. regular clothing, acting <laughs> like a zombie or, you know, a werewolf does look really weird and goofy you know so mm -hmm. but, and then they kind of push you aside and you go through the system and uh they cast you where they think best fits and it's kind of mm -hmm. history from there now that's an that's a, that sounds like a very uh, in my opinion a fun audition but some people that come out and you know think auditions they think like looking from the camera cry and all this it's like no like in acting i'm sure you can attest like you use your body for a lot. You even take on a different posture. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, everybody wants to be Mr. or Mrs. Cool, Sexy, James Bond, <laughs> Super Agent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> come on, man. But also, like, the whole improv situation, because guests could come up to you and, like, start talking to you, and they could be really into it, and then you can't break character. That could be also really difficult. Oh man, that's, yeah. but how fun though, how fun at the same time. Yeah, I had this, but so one thing that I struggled this year was I felt like my scares were getting really repetitive. Mm. Um, I have this really cool spin move um, that I look like I'm just walking past you and then I spin and get people all the time because they're not expecting it. And instead of like- That was you that scared me like that. <laughs> I almost peed my pants. <laughs> it gets everyone i love it and people are like how do you do it i'm like i don't know i just do 
Mm-hmm. But I mastered that. So I was getting, felt like I was getting repetitive. So I started this new bit with a magazine. And I would hold this, I got this 1920s magazine before the hot season, got it approved by wardrobe. And I would flip it upside down. And I would ask people, um, can you help me? I don't know how to read. And they would look down and break up laughing because it's upside down. <laughs> and then I tried, and then they tell me, oh, you need to flip it up. So I flip it up backwards. I'm like, like this. And that would get them. I would be, I would try to turn it sideways or flip it this way. And I mentioned that because I had this one interaction. It was hilarious. So I went and I did my bit. Hey, can you help me? I don't know how to read. Um, he was full into it, put on this fake, I have a Southern accent with my character. Um, and so he put on this fake, um, Southern or British accent and he he was doing the bit. He told me to turn it, finally brought it to normal. And I was like, oh, and, uh, I was like, perfect. Now it's normal. And he's like, yeah, only thing it's backwards. I'm like, it's backwards. And he's like, yeah. And then I turned around backwards and I was like, so I have to read it backwards? <laughs> that was all improv That's thing. funny. That, yeah, that could have been on the stage. Horror and comedy work so well together. That is. That's awesome. And he just broke. Like, cause he got, I was very quick and witty yeah. and he wasn't expecting it. And he just cracks up dying. He didn't know how to respond. And he just, <laughs> Uh, I just left and just kept walking the way I was walking. So I left um, opposite where he was standing. And all I hear was, I love you. And just he left. <laughs> oh my God, really? Yeah, you can make their day, man. You can, yeah. I mean, they go there for the experience yeah. and you just made his experience like 10 times better. Yeah. That's yeah. really funny. That's really so cool. That's why I love um, at least uh, the Goring 20s and our scare zone is because yeah, we're scary. But we also have a lot of interactions. As long as I get like any type of emotion, a laugh, a smile, a scream, I get people to dance. Um, any type of emotion I get from a guest is like, I did my job. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. That's really cool. You see, yeah. and that's a gift. You see? It is. No, improv, really is, is. improv is skill. It's not yeah. something that you can necessarily like learn so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, that's really cool. <laughs> How was how was scaring uh some people that that kind of didn't want to you know like when you whenever you scare I know like you know I could she always says like yeah like I had a good scare on someone but they like turned on me and you don't have to break character you know they yeah. still have to continue or like go about it you know or just brush it off and oh, forget about it yeah it's uh, you have those people a lot of drunk people oh, a lot no. of teens. um at least Sounds like this a film year, set <laughs> yeah exactly. um teams this year weren't as bad because they enforced the chaperone policy mm-hmm. the chaperone policy if you're under 18 or 17 or 18 uh you have to be with somebody who's 21 and up with you um so they implemented this chaperone chaperone policy which was good but didn't really change much because the adults would then drink most of the time. Because they're with their kids. <laughs> they didn't want to be there. Yeah, exactly. Paying all this money, they get scared. <laughs> Why can't we just leave the kids here and they could do it? <laughs> it's 9 p.m. I should be in bed already. I'm tired. Right. You know what? That was a marketing strategy so they can get more money. 
Yeah. For every kid, there's a parent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you never know. It could work. Yeah. I don't, I mean, who knows um, what their idea was, but it was, yeah, the teens that went, they still acted up and then the parents thought it was funny. Hmm. So it wasn't really solving oh, the issue that they had originally. I mean, the only thing it really did solve is there was less teens uh, last not this year, but last year there was a lot of teens barking at you like a dog, which is what? So weird. What? Yeah. Yeah. Teenagers, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't and get like, it. it was like middle school and uh, middle school, high school ages. They would bark at you and super rude. And the adults would just laugh, thinking it's really funny or encourage oh, no. it. And it was like people, really stop like, that. Yeah, and I don't think people realize like, yeah, we're humans too. Yeah, we have a yeah. mask, but you know. Um, and there's fight and flight, where sometimes people are fighters. I was just gonna say, like, some actors get punched in the face. Especially in the mazes where it's like like a strobe lights on you and you can't really see and you're just like yeah oops like scare anyways oh, some people's reflex yeah. like hardcore person like I ain't gonna be scared and then you it's finally scare yeah. like oh yeah. yeah crazy and it's so you have fight and flight that you have to like kind of worry about um, a lot of sexual abuse happens or assaults that happen unfortunately oh my gosh yeah I I would I personally had a very long flapper dress on I was one of the posh speakeasy goers so I didn't have much revealing anything um but the flapper girls the cigar girls have shorter dresses and low cut um I know some of those girls who um got broked or stuff like that um so that's just not our area that's mazes um people getting against the getting monsters getting pinned against walls oh my um, so god what yeah Jesus. it's, it's that's pretty cre- that's creepy yeah, yeah. And it's what we go does, through but does knots do anything about that and yes i'm saying knots they should says stories podcast they should. yeah they should For have real. like security by every actor kick their ass yeah, out they, yeah they have, that's a, that's they have blackouts they have like we have to go through like such sexual harassment like training stuff like that they do have security that comes out and leads that help but especially with our street zones we don't like have that um lug not luxury but like we don't have our blackout right next to us because in the maze each room should have a blackout that watches the actor to make sure no guests like hard i always get them confused as the monsters (laughs) yeah because they're all set in black like whoa that's weird and they're just sitting there (laughs) That's okay. Good. Right There's some no, they're really awesome. Like I granted in Tooth Fairy, I was underneath a bed, but they helped me when I got tired from crawling. I would go on top of the bed and they would watch me and stuff. Um, so they should have somebody like that. Street zones is a little bit different because there's freedom to wander. Um we do have the option to break out a character, at least in Goring 20s. We kind of we can kind of break out a character without not breaking on character because we're full-on talking interactive people mm-hmm. versus like the hollows where there's scarecrows they can only like grunt type of thing mm-hmm. um and i don't know if any of you guys saw the video of the still walker this past year that got very viral a kid kicked his I, stilt 
I did. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. And he went, the stilt walker was like, um, stop that. And he kicked him again on his stilts. Um, and I know he was not a hundred percent. I think he was taken off. Yeah. I think he was taken off stilts for the rest of the night or the night after, but then he went back on his stilts. Um, so I, once that video hit, I know there is a lot of how much abuse can these monsters get before it becomes a full-on issue um when is when enough when is not enough enough type of thing yeah uh, oh my so god it's, it's a lot that we go through but we love it for the people that we like have those scares and full interactions like the guy with the magazine when i flipped it yeah. up yeah you guys have huge fans man they make all right so get this it's so worth it like i love you guys because you guys become celebrities youtube videos they make clothing like beanies Mm -hmm. um they made of Ika. they made someone made a sticker of her like her own <laughs> really character. wow yeah That's and cool. she was doing like a Ika does drawing um because she does one of the characters Val which I helped her come up with the name um <laughs> but she plays a character so it's all her um she was doing like a shirt little drawing I guess so like a reference because this one girl was making sweaters you know mm -hmm. and that's I love when artists from all kinds of areas can just collaborate. You know what I mean? Like you guys are performing artists. You guys inspire. You're like Wonder Woman. Like I see a lot of paintings yeah. and drawings of Wonder Woman and Batman. And like, I want to do one of like my favorite heroes. And, you know, I have a whole thing, but you guys are like them. You know what I mean? Yes. So despite all the, you know, everything you guys go through, um, you guys are celebrities. We have this little boy. He is the cutest little thing. He's a regular, I think, at Knott's Berry Farm. Um, and his name is Aiden. He comes with his mom. He's little. His mom pushes his stroller around. Mm -hmm. And he loved the Goring 20s and the hollows. Um, and there's other straight zones. I keep saying the hollows. They, they, this was their last year. So I have to give respect to the hollows and represent <laughs> Hey, Tessa Carlos, we love you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they would we would have like a little feud. And so he would go up to the mob, one of our mobsters and our mobsters would give him like a scarecrow full of like blood on it and say, this is a message for the hollows. And the little boy would take the message um, to one of the uh, scarecrows and the scarecrows or whoever mm -hmm. would give him like a little tie, a bloodied up tie. <laughs> oh yeah, it's cute. Oh my God. Yeah. I love that. I love what little, <laughs> little kid. All the grossness and ghoulie. <laughs> And for Halloween, either for Halloween or for the day before Halloween, uh, he came in dressed up as a little mobster. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he like loved our little area and it's totally interacting with these guests and photographers and, and um, painters and, you know, people, mm -hmm. artists. So it's really cool. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, you got there's a documentary that I've seen twice now because I really love it. It's all about it's called Haunters, the art of the scare. Um, it's all about like scare actors and what they go through. Um, yeah, it's it's awesome. So there's like there's documentaries about your guy, like you guys and what you do. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's awesome. But well, thanks for thanks for sharing like a part of that world that most people don't like hear like it's just respect the actors like they they're like they go through abuse just doing their job like it's yeah so thank you for that because most people don't think about that no mm -hmm. we don't they just see that the you know the extra entertainment you know, what you guys go through yeah. i tell yeah, you what yeah, when, yeah. I, 
when I found out what those Disney characters go through, uh, Ike, <laughs> my girlfriend also works at Disney. Man, they have to wear those big things. You know what I mean? Like they go through a lot yeah. of stuff, which is, it's like, it, it, but kids still like kick them and all that. And it's like, bro, like, come on. They yeah, that's video. why that's why there's a union right yeah, there's mm-hmm. unions yep that that protect you guys and that should be addressed mm-hmm. but obviously like the union you know they have their <laughs> rules, unfortunately um but it, i gained a huge respect for all those performers mm-hmm. um I, I hope that's a new documentary of like big bird you know like big bird is actually so the guy or the person inside this hand the left hand is the mouth and then one the right hand is an actual arm Wait, and what? one arm is just there so he's going around like this, like with one hand over his head. Yeah, because Big Bird's like eight feet freaking tall. <laughs> so wow. I think they made a documentary about him too. Um, but yeah, it's it's intense. That's why I love documentaries. And that's why I got into like, it, it, at least in film, that's why I went into schooling for documentaries and stuff. So there's mm-hmm. so many interesting things like that where you want to know unless you investigate it. And, right. And, that, that's the thing with like at least with Chapman and school and everything like, I was interested in um like I did one with hot air balloons because I was so interested in hot air balloons mm-hmm. I did a small like little project about is it hot, called hot up produced by Disney <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh god exactly <laughs> it's the live action remake the live action yeah, there's live action. a bunch of balloons how it started sorry <laughs> Honestly, that was probably going to be what 2025. 20, it's what we're going to get. Oh, gosh. You'll see it in IMAX. Yeah. Oh, nice segue, that's, by the way. Right? See that next one. Directed by Christopher Nolan, because that's the yeah. only thing I hate. <laughs> it's by your, Christopher Nolan had something to do with this. <laughs> Can you movie. imagine Christopher Nolan doing a film like Up? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so confusing. Simple story. Yeah, right. Simple story. How dare you? Goes to another portal that enters Leonardo DiCaprio's mind and comes out twisted. Oh gosh. How on fire. Um <laughs> sorry. Fuck around. But your documentary. Next one, by the way, IMAX is doing Oppenheimer. Don't know are, what yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll get yeah. to that. God damn it. I forgot about that. I got a story. I got a Christopher Nolan story. God damn. But no, you're you probably got emails from them anyways <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're docs um yeah. you got a master's have you done anything with that yet like imax <laughs> really that's all it got you like <laughs> no 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 so um the, going into documentary so how i got into documentaries is um i actually started um my college career as a digital artist um, so that was my major digital arts and I did everything from film, sound design, web design, graphic design, you know it. Um, after I graduated or right before I graduated, I felt like I was a um, trick of all trades, master of none. Didn't oh, feel Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, I knew a little bit of everything, but I'm like, where does this lead me to? Yeah. Um, and films, I've always loved films. And I was always the one in high school with like a video camera and editing and filming my friends and editing them. Nice. So I was like, hmm, let me uh, try that. And my thesis film for my undergrad was a documentary on um, animal captivity, but more oh on the positive side of animal captivity. So um, I saw like bears that their claws were ripped off mm-hmm. when they were 
cubs. So oh my they're in captivity oh. for that because they can't be released in the wild. So more on like why, and it was called captivating cages or something like that. I was using the word captivating um, captivity. And so that was my thesis. And I was like, you know what? I really like doing this. <laughs> so um, when I was looking for grad school, I decided to go to grad school um, because I wanted to be more comfortable and confident in my work to go into the work field, especially I'm from Florida. So South Florida, it's very small, not very film um yes. oriented yeah yeah oriented and so i went to chapman moved out here and went into the documentary program and through that i learned kind of how to film direct edit market um everything in the documentary program there's only seven of us at the end there's only wow. five of us that graduated Whoa, what, is what is this the apprentice yeah yeah Documentaries are important, though. Are. Documentaries are the shizzle bam. And, yeah. and I love how you said marketing, because that yes. is something that I still don't know how to do. And that's so important. That's what most film schools don't teach you, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, they don't at all. And that's what I really liked about the documentary program, is they taught you a little bit of everything. Well, they have everything in to make you successful in the documentary world. Um, because documentaries are very small um, crews. They don't have a huge set. Typically, it's very a one-man, three-man, ten-man show. Um, whereas for Chapman, which I absolutely love, they really focus on their, if you are go for screenwriter, you're only screenwriting, and you partner up with a cinematographer. You partner up with a director. Mm -hmm. Nice, yeah. And so for documentaries, because we're so small and those um, other areas are already linked, we kind of had to do our own thing or hire outside of Chapman. So we really got more into what we would do in, outside of school, you know? And mm -hmm. so uh, we had to hire a colorist so unless you wanted to color your film, things like that. Um, some really cool things I did. Um, I was able to go to um, fly out to Africa and do what? a documentary in Africa. Wow. Ah, that's yeah. really cool. I'm so jealous. Um, I did a um, documentary on a refugee camp out there and kind of humanized refugees because the word refugee has a lot of negative Mm. um orientation thank you scarface and pablo escobar yeah, <laughs> yeah. God. yeah. oh no i'm sorry fidel castro <laughs> <laughs> pablo escobar he was a drug dealer fidel castro was the one <laughs> and yeah so i went to a refugee camp uh met a dance crew um very talked about their dancing and what they've done but then also the hardships um going to where they live um their meet their families um and everything like that um so it's like one aspect um in a different program at chapman i flew out to ireland and did the same thing where i got to oh my awesome. god i am i am so jealous of your life right now <laughs> yeah we should have went should have done documentary instead of learning how yeah. to tarantino <laughs> and uh, there I did a documentary on the Calamar Islands about a small, small town there. Um, mm, nice. people, and it's just, and that's the thing about documentaries is everybody has a story. 
you don't need to come up with a story. We all have stories and it's a way to share those stories because you might not be the only person out there who have similar interests or similar struggles. Um, so that's one thing why I got really passionate in documentary filmmaking. So That's amazing. That's so that awesome. Yeah. The first, another first on that, a first documentary filmmaker right here. Yeah. 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 Nice. I was I was this close to direct a documentary recently, and then it got um, got pulled back. But hopefully, never say never, right? You never know what could happen. I'm like trying to convince the person to be like, well, let's tell it about you because she's like an amazing. She does a lot of amazing work, um, so you never know. But yeah, documentaries are very important. Yeah, and That's it's awesome. also the best way to learn stuff. I know, right? <laughs> so seriously, it is. For real. Yeah. Well, one other story about documentaries too is we had a we had an anthropology class and it didn't have any cameras or anything um it wasn't anything about film it was about anthropology and uh, one of our projects were to go to a subculture anything can be a subculture like not scary farm is a subculture so go to any subculture and study it and write a paper on it and the idea was when you go to these sub uh, subcultures with a camera, you want to film everything. They're like, this is interesting. This is interesting, right? And mm -hmm. so the idea and the concept of it is if you take the camera out and you study the subculture, then when you take that camera in, you know exactly what you're filming. So you're not wasting um, so much valuable time with the camera. You don't have so much time in the editing room. And so um, I've never been to the Renaissance Fair. A lot of my friends. Ooh, I did. It's yeah. Great. Yep, in Arizona. And it's definitely a culture culture yeah. shock. There's oh, yeah. a lot going on. <laughs> and so ever since then, I mean, that was in 2017, 16 or 17, I went. And I've been going every year since, besides 2020. That's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. That is, I love, I love learning stuff like that, man. Mm -hmm. Like little, this little uh, tidbits like that, that does help in the long run. It gets you focused really. And that's, that's a really good tip. What you just said about yeah, taking the camera like that. I couldn't have said it better. I, yeah, absolutely. I worked on, I worked on documentaries before. And honestly, that's what exactly what they did. Shoot this. Shoot, and I was a camera operator on these documentaries. Mm -hmm. And they're all, shoot this, shoot this. I'm like, okay, okay. And also, I was like, I'm just doing what they tell me. But yeah. you're right. Taste uh, subcultures. Jesus, man. That's all. Can we see any of these documentaries or? Um, you can't, they they're on the Venmo. So they're mm -hmm. now free because they went, um, they did the festival circuit and everything. Um, after the festival circuit, uh, they're public. Like you can go on the website and look at them and I can send them off. It's kind of all open, free open now. So yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. We That's really cool. Movie. Yeah. I got to check it out. I got to check yeah. it out. We know where yeah. to go now. <laughs> <laughs> Send links. Everybody gets a link. <laughs> nice. Back to back to Oprah. Everybody gets a birthday. Yeah. Your birthday. You get a link. You get a link. You get a link. Oh, it comes back around. <laughs> so how is the uh the overnight? Um, what are you working on? You said uh, all these big movies, all of our audience that I've never this, heard of. <laughs> yeah, we never heard of these. All of our audiences out there who are listening right now because it's yeah, they're wondering years. what's going on been what 13 years since we last heard avatar yeah right that's crazy yeah. it's been that long for a sequel well Good and Lord. you know why it took forever too is he filmed this movie specifically with a 3d camera 
Yeah. And he specifically filmed it under, like he filmed it underwater and the technology for a camera to film in 3D and high quality underwater never existed. Obviously. Until it's always now. technology with him. Yeah. And so it, I think it was in 2017 is when that camera was actually developed. And so in 2017 is when the film actually started going into production. What? Isn't yeah. that nuts? Five years ago, he waited. Yeah. And it, I mean, granted, he's, I think, I don't, don't quote me on this. I think he's doing it back to back because I know the Avatar 3 is going to come out in like a year or two or mm -hmm. something like that. So he's doing <laughs> it. You know, sorry, I don't want to. He just shot, he just shot a, like a six hour Avatar movie and just chopped it in half and made it yep. two. So yeah. he can get two paychecks. Exactly. Oh God! Sorry, we got to clown him. I've seen pieces, so that's all I'm gonna say. Um, wow, look at you! So, what yeah, do you? Cool. What, what exactly do you do? Like, do you uh, like go through the prints or anything? I'm looking at it right now. Or what do you do with IMAX? What's a normal day um, messing with so this? So, a normal day, I have two aspects of my job. The first one is what I call the glorified version that everybody wants to hear about, and then the second one is. The, oh, so you've done this before. The reality. Yeah. It's, it's uh, very hard to, because I get the, this question a lot, like, what do I do? Because it's very interesting. And people are like, like, very interested in what I do. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I can go very technical. And I, I see people's eyes, like, roll back because they're not fully <laughs> grasping the technical side. So I, like, mm. have to bring it down. Um, We're three-year-olds. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> So the glorified fun part of my job is I get to pay, I get paid to watch movies, plain and simple. <gasps> so that is the very first, that's the glorified simple version of my job. I actually watch these films over and over and over again for every single country. So oh, that means every wow. job, every sub, every censorship. Is it like quality control? Yeah. <laughs> QC. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's what it's if it's a good movie, it's really fun. Like 1917, Ford versus Ferrari. Um, yes. Um, those were yeah. IMAX? Dang yeah. it. I always yeah. saw both of those in IMAX. <laughs> and so, like, movies like that, I absolutely loved. Joker. That was one of my other favorite ones I loved watching over and over. Um, then there's movies on the other side of the spectrum where it's really bad. I still have to watch it 80 times because it's oh my, my job. God. So, a Morbius. Yeah. <laughs> Morbius was IMAX? Ew. Ew, ew, ew. I haven't even seen it. I just yeah. didn't want to see it. So. Oh, my so, God. Fun fact, when you're watching it five million times, you find ways to try to keep yourself engaged, right? Um <laughs> So it doesn't seem boring and melatonin every single time. Fun thing about Morbius is I counted, I don't have the numbers anymore. One night I counted every single time they said the name Morbius. Oh my gosh. I've <laughs> <laughs> so much. It'd be a nice drinking game. Hey, how many times they say Morbius? Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> that and when they say Milo, which is his friend in the movie, and they say their names like I want to say sixty times. It was like this is crazy. So that's what I started tallying every single time when they watch it. 
Um, I just so yeah, remind you what the movie was called. Yeah. Yeah, you no. forgot, this is Morbius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's in the marketing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's uh, a fun one to explain to people is India. India, they, um, whenever somebody is smoking uh, on screen, whichever it's a main character or character in the background, we have to make sure that there's a tagline that says smoking kills. Mm-hmm. I've heard of this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I'll stay on screen until that character or that scene is not there anymore. Oh my Lord. That would be annoying. Yeah. But yeah. I've heard a lot of like the big time celebrity, like Bollywood actors hate that. Yeah. They think they should take it out of the, the movies. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What if they're like right about to spark the cigarette? It's like fades <laughs> in and out. They're like right about to get it stops. Like, oh, wait, oh, oh. They'll either do, in that sense they'll either cut it uh do a hard cut or they'll they do a blur they'll make it where there's no cigarette in their hand so they'll have like the finger motions of a cigar it'll look like they're like holding their finger <laughs> middle finger exactly. a peace sign it's, <laughs> it's like a peace sign they just it's like it's like honey i love you so much <laughs> <laughs> you just flipping them off <laughs> a cigar <laughs> Damn. Uh, there's little things like that um if it's a movie with a lot of smoking like i remember john what are we in john like four or three i don't know the last one wow. um they put a uh anti-smoking commercial before the movie oh so we have to make i like that better yeah so there's an anti-smoking commercial before the movie um I mean, cuss words, they don't like alcohol bottles. So we have to blur the bot, like make sure that we don't do it. We just make sure that it's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so bottle labels are blurred out, things like that. So India is like a very interesting country. Um, that- yes, it is. Yeah. Yep. Um, Jesus, so- oh, for all yeah. the other countries. So they're the most difficult ones. Who don't give a damn? Germany? <laughs> Girl, there's not enough smoking. Oh, <laughs> smoking they're like, that person should have two cigarettes. <laughs> What's he doing? That's funny. But there's also like Saudi Arabia, Qatar, Kuwait, oh, yeah. all those have like heavy censorship. So yeah. um, India is just a different, interesting one with the smoking hills mm. section. Um, but yeah, so it's every single version. And that's why Dang. it's like, yeah, I've seen that movie 80 times before the release. <laughs> You know what? They need to, you know what they do with boxers when boxers sign their hands over mm-hmm. and like they get money because their hands are worth money? You need that for your eyes. <laughs> I feel like yeah. you're Alex, I forgot the character's name, and Clockwork Orange. And they oh, have, God. you know, <laughs> things, stay here and watch Christopher Nolan's Dunkirk. Oh, by the yeah. way, the audio sucks. <laughs> I don't care. It's I'll say three that. hours long. Good. Three God. hours. And we don't know who, wh- who's talking. <laughs> Everything's you're like, what's going on? I hear sound effects. You know, oh, he spent, man. I heard he spent four months editing the sound to that movie. What? Just the sound? It makes sense because it's very deafened. Maybe he just listened to it too much. <laughs> where his, his ears I just mean, gave up on him. They're yeah, like, yeah. fuck this. I'm not going to work. <laughs> Good God. That's funny. Oh, hell. Yeah, so that's watching the movie five million times, <clears throat> portion of it, making sure subs are in sync, they're not overlapping graphic text, so just mm-hmm. all of those 
putting the package together, making sure it's good to go for all of you. And then if I Great. give it the green light, then it gets shipped off to theaters. Wow. So I'm like one of the last people. I'm one of the first people to watch it. And I'm one of the last people before it gets sent to every theater. That's really, I have a question that I've, I never knew the answer to, and I don't know why they do this. Maybe you know the answer. Why do they always release the big budget films like in another name? Like it's like another, like it's not the movie title. It's a whole other name that has nothing to do with the film. Why is, is that just because it won't get stolen? Yeah, I know there are the code words, production code words. Um, and I know they're very secretive for movies that aren't out yet. Like I know um, Nope, had, they were very strict with Nope. Um, we couldn't send, like when we did screeners, cause we send off the screeners to theaters for um, press, things like that. I don't recall, I think all the screeners had the code name for it, um, but it's pretty much to keep it under wraps. Um, going back to like Not Scary Farm, they do the same thing with, uh, new mazes and new street zones they'll actually have a code name so when they're talking on a walkie or anything like that they don't slip mm -hmm. up the name of the maze it's the code name for it mm -hmm. um so that's pretty much what it is uh some movies have it some movies don't um it really depends on the studio i guess and how like secretive um mm -hmm. like i know minions had one no pad one but then um Amsterdam didn't uh hmm. Violent, Violent Night has one so it's just it depends <laughs> that's <IMAX>. yeah <laughs> yeah sorry anything could be IMAX yeah it's the future Charles it's the it future is. yeah you're right it's a dig well, digital intermediate yeah cinematic and we work on localized films too like I have worked on a lot of China films Bollywood films RRR um just a lot of I uh, Chinese propaganda films that make mm. Americans look very not so good. I yeah. worked on well, those. Oh, well, not not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's yeah. A, yeah, they had to, it was so important to shoot it in IMAX. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, China is one of our biggest, uh, you would think the US, but China is one of our biggest markets. So they, they are. Have, yeah. I, I heard that before. And they have they have a lot of this yep. to give money. us. Yeah, exactly. But so you do business with Chinese. I learned one thing. They're great. They're amazing. They'll give you the money, but you have to be able to drink with them. And what, they get really? drunk before they sign anything. So <laughs> I've heard too many stories <laughs> of like big producers. That's crazy. I'm like, good They're to know. In that cave, like either watching or mastering. So those are the two things I do. I don't really hang out with people. <laughs> once again i'm jealous of your life so jealous that you're <laughs> god you you do shit man documentary forming yeah you've done you've eyeballs. done more than than me and i'm older than you yeah like yeah but honestly it. honestly hannah i thank you so much for for coming on the show i yeah. hate to say these words but that is a wrap on today's episode to, you guys it yeah. went super fast this is ridiculous but you know what? It's all because of we're talking with awesome people. That like yeah. that's all it is. Like the time. I did not know any of that. Like yeah, I didn't. I learned so much today. You have no idea. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. I love talking about films. That's why, like, um, when we were talking about setting this up, I was just like, yeah, I'm just 
I'm totally fine to talk. I love what I do. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's a great attitude too, because some people just don't. They don't like to. Yeah. They do it, but they don't. Uh. Yeah. But well, um. But honestly, yeah. That's that's why that's why podcast is here. You know? okay. um, but yeah, do you do you have a website? Do you have like where can we where can people watch the the your documentaries and stuff like? Do you have an Instagram that you promote your work on? Um, not really, um, just cause I haven't really been into that social media aspect of it. It's yeah, it means you're smart. My, yeah. It's yeah. pretty much my personal stuff. Um, if people are actually fully interested in it, um, uh, Hannah Claire 32 is my Instagram and my Facebook is Hannah Claire. Um, so they can, they want to reach out to me. Um, they can. Um, or Hannah Bradford uh, is my like legal name, not my social media name. Dude, that's, that's really that's really <laughs> awesome. No, we can well, have social media names. I, I got so many. He he does. He has like five Instagram accounts. I'm just like, which one is this, Charles? I have no. I don't know. <laughs> They're for different things. They are. They no. They could be. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, thank you. I hope you had a good time. Thank you so much yeah, for chatting with us. Thank of course, you so much. I it was a pleasure. Loved it. Yeah, because those experiences, like, I never knew. Like, I met, like, I'm just so happy with this season. We're getting so many different people, and it's just making me so happy. Yeah, so variety. thank you for coming on, seriously. Yeah, of course, yeah. and I'll listen to everything. Love it already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you learned a lot. Um, be sure to follow us on our Instagram, set underscore stories underscore podcast. We have a website, setstories.com. Got merch over there if you want to help yeah. us out. And also, t-shirts, mugs, yeah, mugs, we got everything. But also, you know what would really help? If you would leave like a review or a rating of, of any of the episodes, just because it would let us know that if you like it or if you hate us or, you know, all this stuff, it would really help us out. So if you guys do that, that would be awesome. Anyway, we love you guys. Keep making movies. Um, yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.